Welcome, folks, to episode 175 of the Morgan Official Corpse Feed Podcast. And I am Arturo Padilla, the guy behind the face. With me always is Mr. Nick Valdez. Tex, how are you, my man? Let's uh, unmute your mic real quick. And, uh, <laughs> yeah. You can say hi yeah. to the lovely people you, here. Howdy, everybody. Howdy, Arturo. Uh, we have a busy week this week, so let's just get right into it. Uh, let's do it, man. Uh, first... We, you know, it's been rumored a while, uh, Arturo. You've heard about it in some form or fashion, yes, but yes, uh, uh, twenty years later, it's officially now in the works. Oh Danny God. Boyle is returning. I believe that's the dude's name, right? Uh, yes, yeah. I love it. Yeah, and uh, he, they are optioning it as a trilogy. Like they're they're going forward with twenty eight years later, but with the hopes of like making this a yes. whole new thing. Yes, so, once again. Yes, I love it. Okay, I folks, mean, I am super, yeah. <laughs> super very excited about this one. Um, it's Danny Boyle, uh, once again, with Alex Garland, his writing uh, partner on the original one. Um, and they also both produced on 28 uh, um, weeks later. Um, yes. But I'm very excited about this because it's like, when do you hear a director um, of Danny Boyle's ilk, uh, ilk going to, oh, yeah, you know what? I'm going to start a horror trilogy, you know? And then Alex Garland as well being just... Uh, um, anchored down as the main writer for this whole trilogy i'm very excited um i'm curious to see what they're gonna do um obviously the title says it all right 28 years later um how are we um how is the world coping how is society even still going on right now um i know at the end of 28 days later they had some kind of hope at the end um you that's, know, so, that's what I'm wondering. Like, yeah. is there still a rage virus? Is there like, you know, yeah. how big is the threat? Yeah. Is it one of those things where it's like they're not completely comfortable, but they're kind of comfortable? Like, it, it's like that's that's my thinking, because, you know, we've seen we've seen zombie movies where society has kind of moved on. You know, yeah, there are zombies, but it's like, OK, they found a new normal. Right. Yes, like exactly. A recent example, a goofy example, Arby of the Dead. Right, yeah. where it's like, yeah, they were still living their lives, but there's a bunch of zombies in like Las Vegas or whatever. And yeah, exactly. Far- they zoomed them out into Vegas and quarantined them just there. They're like, okay, we can't get rid of you, but we can keep you away from us as best yeah, yeah, you know, yeah, and, and it's so like enough to where they don't think about it day to day, right? And so that's that's what I'm wondering. Twenty eight years, years is a long time. And then a long time. That's a long time. So, you know, the the world's going to be very different. And I'm curious to see where they want to go after that. Right. It's like, what, what new story do they want to tell? And it's, it's very interesting because you're you're right. Cause like, is the rage virus still going on? Like, yeah, they managed to find a cure. What is normal's life now? Like what is being alive um, 28 years after the rage virus was exposed? Right. Yeah. Um, And like, what are the people, what are the people like who survived that long? You know, it's like, if you survived 28 years of this, like what kind of person have you become? Right. And yeah, that's, that's Um, exciting. Like what it's, it's more exciting, Arshiro, than uh, than the Exorcist future, right? Oh. I, I. So oh. the Exorcist de- Deceiver was was supposed uh, deceiver to be Eva deceived us. Yeah, it was supposed to be work, the right? Exorcist. Yeah, the Exorcist Believer sequel. Remember, we talked about. Uh, please go check out that review where we talked about Believer and how it was intended to be a trilogy. But David Gordon Green has officially left the project. Moving on with other things, and yeah. now U- Universal's trying to find a new director. 
it's likely not going to come out in 2025 anymore because you know now they have to basically you know start over yeah Uh, Yeah. ggg had other plans um and i was talking to tex a lot off the air when this news broke um and uh um it's uh honestly kind of a good thing right um it's a good thing because i was kind of over him in the in the world of horror um me and tech specifically um uh stated and and i quote 2018 halloween right is a big fluke it's a fluke yeah it's a fluke because yeah. everything at, after at that was point, just not yeah good. yeah like yeah. he had dude he had several opportunities to course correct things um because when things were held back because of the pandemic right Mm-hmm. could of course correct us certain things on halloween you could have test screen stuff you could have seen if things were working properly but no they kept on with this wild script that they had this like unplanned trilogy right because it was uh originally it was all only going to be 2018 right then all of a sudden it did very well and they were like all right here's money for a trilogy and they were like okay you know so this is the same thing here you know um uh they paid crap load of money man for the rights um for this um you know um and hex made a great point off the air um it was a great conversation that's why i'm bringing it back up here because um a text made a great point it's like hey like I was like, oh, just scrap the whole thing and start all over again. But then Tex was like, yo, they paid. Like, yeah, like, no, they they paid for the. Me? Yeah, they they're paying for the license. They're paying for yeah. the like. They're paying for the Exorcist, and that's the, the music thing. It's, and all that stuff. The music, Pazuzu, the lore, yeah, ring, and all you that. Can't, yeah, you can't completely retool it because then it's just an exorcism movie. That's the thing. It's they do have to like. In retrospect, now that I've been thinking about Believer it makes all the more sense that they had to be like, okay, let's try and pull Reagan's mom. Let's try and bring in Reagan. Let's try and tie it to the original as much as possible because they, that's the name. Like that's the money they spent. They can't do otherwise it would just be an exorcism movie, which doesn't get the people in the seats. You know, they, listen, that little tune they they, use right in the trailer alone was like, okay. You know, I'm in. If they wanted to do an exorcism movie, they would have just done it. They wouldn't have paid for the brand. And so because it's the brand, they have to do these legacy things. And it's unfortunate because like when you look at like the sequels, the sequels before that, right? That did their own things. Like Exorcist 3 was a completely different movie. Yeah. But was. uh it has a really good jump scare in it. It's it's actually a pretty solid movie it in is, general, agreed. right? Yeah. And it's so completely different from the yeah. other two that it's like, well, that's what you can do, but because they paid the money. Like they paid it's, so many millions of dollars. It's yeah, literally it's, um, and they have to do this. That's the thing. It's like they they can't not make this. They they have to do it. Yeah. It's no, unfortunate. No. Yeah, but, for sure. They're gonna do it, but the way they have to be just you just got to be careful right um as to how they're going to go by it because honestly you can use the lore and you can use the universe and you can still you know create an original story within that universe you know um we saw at the end of believer that um Reagan was still around right she showed yeah. up at the end to see her mom without the eyes which is like wild still that that happened um but um She's still around, right? And if you have yeah. to do something, I remember um, I was telling Tex an idea. It's like, it'd be cool if, like, for some reason, 
Reagan gets possessed again, you know, older Linda Blair gets possessed again or something like that. Or you can use her as that like totem that like, oh, this person experienced that back in the day. Let's go see her, you know, and see, which you is, know, what happened. Which you know? is super weird that they didn't do that with Believer. That's what right? they should have like, done. I, I, that's, I, I, I don't, don't know why they went why, to. Yeah. Like why they went to her mom. When the mom, Reagan, right? Yeah, being when, that being that she was actually in the, I thought originally I'm like, oh, maybe they couldn't get Linda Blair, but then she actually yeah, shows up. But then the she, yeah, and that's the thing. I'm like, well, Linda Blair is your literal connection to it, so they had to invent a story for the mother. They had to like, that's why Believer was so messed up because they they had to invent her a thing where like she's fighting against patriarchy at the same time. When it's yeah. like, no, they didn't let her see the exorcism because, like, she didn't have, like, she wasn't part of the faith. Like, that was the whole thing. Like, the rule literally was this will not work because, you know, you have to be in the faith and have this spiritual power, right? And yeah. that's why they didn't let her watch it. It wasn't because they, it wasn't because she was a woman. No, they literally said, no, this is for your safety. You exactly. I was going to say, here. I'm like, hey, listen, like, a <laughs> man died. You know, yeah. by your daughter's bedside trying to do this. Um, and all, all she could, like, and so that's why the sequel is so messed up, because her mom, years later, a dude died, and all she could think about was, oh, I can't, they didn't let me watch it because I was a woman or whatever. And that's why it was so, like, out again, of left field. That you know? goes back to this whole, uh, the beginning of this conversation, right? David Gordon Green. He right. is not right for this stuff man like well his yeah him and his writing team like uh, clearly they, not and I, yeah, I they're hope, not i hope whoever they get has like a way to fix it because we're gonna get more of these movies regardless like they paid they paid the money they're gonna make them and you know what though you know, it, as we say text that's fine right that's okay but like right. at least you know throw some fresh blood in there you know like get an up-and-coming director there's there was tons of horror last year with, you know, uh, up and coming, you know, writer directors that can tackle this subject and bring some fresh air to it. Whether it's a hit or miss is different, but at least you tried something different. So with some new talent, you know, that is funny that you bring this up. So speaking of uh, it's actually a good segue into our next topic. Uh, so we got the trailer for this or- original. Abigail. Movie. Yeah. Yeah. For Abigail, which is a, like a vampire ballerina monster hunt death game kind of movie and directed by the radio silence duo who were those dudes before they were those fresh blood like idea people with ready or not and then you know then they got their shot with scream and you know we saw what happened there and now they're back doing at another like it it definitely feels like a one for you one for me kind of situation right where it's like yeah they did their screen movies and then oh, one like, for you, okay. two for me. I mean, I'm, I'm sorry, two for you, one for me, right? Pretty yeah, much. Yeah, they, they yeah. eventually got to make theirs. And yeah. so I feel like uh, looking at this trailer, uh, I'm excited for it because once again, it's, it's an original thing, you know, mm-hmm. and it, I mean, anything that reminds you ready or not is a good sign. You know, we got another death game trapped in a house kind of deal. Yeah. We have a really solid this, cast too. On top of that. Yeah, uh, yeah. A cast of like people who get it. You know, you yeah. got Dan Stevens in there. You got Catherine Newton, who we keep talking about all the time. Like we literally just talked about a release of Frankenstein last been week. In successful horror movies too. Yes, on top of yes. that, right? And unfortunately, Melissa Barrera, who we've you know we've discussed at length about her Scream franchise past and all that stuff. What happened there? Yeah, I didn't but, like her too much there. 
She looks decent yeah. in this one, actually. But Believe that's it or not. the thing, right? I where gotta it's say, I'm like, like, okay, I'm in. Uh, but it goes to your point where, like, she's been in successful horror movies, regardless yes. of you know of of our take on her specifically. Exactly, they, she's been in successful ones. Exactly, yeah. You yes, know what I mean, they they Again. were. Yeah, they were commercially successful movies. Yes. Uh, what else? Uh, Giancarlo Esposito is in this yeah, one as who, well. You know, like, yeah, okay. Like, dude, just as, like, the mysterious guy who brings him there, right? Who's, yeah, so the, like, who's clearly yeah, so the in on gimmick, the whole thing. Yeah, yeah. the whole gimmick, pretty much, folks, is if you haven't seen the trailer yet, go check that trailer out. But it's it's essentially um, these people um, uh, kidnap what, you know, ends up being the daughter of Dracula, according to, like, all these... You know, uh, little blurbs out really? there for the movie. Yes, really. So I thought it was yeah. just like this little. Oh, that's yeah. that makes so, it a so, little more interesting because yes, I it thought does, it was right? just like a. I thought it was just a vampire ballerina like girl. No, thing. apparently, and, like uh, one of the main selling points of the of the whole, um, you know, the whole uh, uh, marketing campaign is uh, Dracula's daughter thing. You know. Okay, cool. You yeah. know why not? Yeah. Right. So and, um, I know uh, you. You've mentioned that you've seen something like this before. Yes, um, right? I've seen a, a French film um, called Livet. I think that's how it's pronounced. Um, it's uh, it's kind of the same thing, but not as fun looking or not as fun at all. It's about it's mostly about a mother who kind of um, who locked up her kid because she was a vampire. Um, oh, and okay. She was like a ballerina. It was like this infamous ballerina school, right? And then it just so happens that her daughter never aged, and they figured it out. Like, oh, this kid never aged, and oh, she's a vampire. And then um, these thieves try to go in there to try and like steal stuff, and you know, do the whole don't breathe thing where they get attacked by the you know homeowner stuff. Um, but this one honestly looks way better, way better. Okay. Um, okay. it looks fun. It has a lot more action in it off the bat, like. Okay, so I am just hoping, Tex, that the trailer did not reveal a lot. You know what I mean? Because, like, I yeah. wish they didn't show all the action. We got a lot of vampire action already. It's like, I man, know. dude, That's, right? Like, yeah, that is 100% my thinking, too, because they, you know, they we we get a lot of death, right? In, in just the trailer alone. And yes. there didn't seem to be a lot of characters around, right? So it's like, oh, okay, we clearly saw, I hope, not most of the deaths, but we saw a good chunk of them. So, um, I, I don't know, but yeah, I think the thing is, I'm not expecting much, and so I'm gonna go in with that mentality of like anything it does over the minimum will, yes, you know, exactly will be good, right? I am like, expecting watchability though. Yes, yes, there we go. That is yeah. that's a, a great qualifier, <laughs> it has. We we're expecting a, a good watchable film, you know, and absolutely, you know, yeah, and that's what we're hoping for. I'm hoping for greatness, but like, I want to go in just have a fun vampire hunting time, you know, and no, agreed, one hundred percent. Um, yeah, like I said, like, um, like text as well. I'm not expecting anything grandiose or anything. The premise right. looks fun. Um, the cast looks really good, so I am hoping they get to really exercise those acting skills right yeah um, yeah yeah so i'm excited about this one again original horror is always great here um at the morgue and at corpse feet so we really appreciate uh this coming out i think it's coming out uh soon right um uh, uh, next month in february i think or march right one of those two months yeah um, it, it's gonna be it's out good. very soon so that's yeah that's why it's exciting uh yeah um but that being said folks it's time for a feature presentation
And count them, folks. we got a deuce for you today, a double feature presentation for you guys today. And first up, um, we actually ran through um, uh, yeah. the show Echo. Um, man, Tex, I legit ran through it in one evening. <laughs> um, I know you did as well. Um, no, I, I totally did the same. Like, yeah. uh, So just setting the table a little bit here. Uh, Please go back to any of the episodes we had last year where we're openly talking about, oh man, I a Marvel things out. I'm not interested. And like we we straight up skipped um we we did skip a couple, like a couple of things, because like, you know, uh just to be one hundred percent honest, like it's not hitting, right? Like it's just it's not working right now. And yeah, I skipped Loki season two and uh the invasion one. Yeah, right. which so I ended up seeing those by the way. Uh, you know, I saw Secret Invasion, totally fine skipping. You nothing yeah. in there you needed to see. Absolutely nothing. It didn't help with Marvels at all. Like there was nothing you needed to know for the Marvels, which was funny. Um, and I did see Loki season two, which is actually not bad. Like it's a lot better than than I thought it was, but it's funny in retrospect because the Jonathan Majors of it all, and it's like oh, you man. see you see how much they've invested in Kang. And then at the same time, there's a way to write him out, you know, that if they choose to, but they probably won't because they, you know, he was yeah, in they're a looking movie, to recast so. him. Right. Yeah. Um, so they already found somebody but, like a potential suitor for that role. So let's see what happens. Yeah. So, uh, but uh, this is all to say that echo, like as the first Marvel thing of the year, it's so different, man. Like, right? Like, it's just... Yes. I, and why it's different because it goes back to the Netflix days, right? Um, yeah. When, you know, Daredevil came out and Punisher came out and those were, like, heavy hitters. You know what I mean? This one came out in, in the same kind of vein. Like, it was mature content um, on Disney+, Plus, which is great. Like, there's deaths and killings and there's, like, like half-naked mud people yeah. in the beginning and stuff. And yeah. I was like, and oh, it's- God. It's the first one on Hulu too, which is a big yes. deal. Like so, yes. like they they made sure that we're like, no, this is a different kind of show. And mm-hmm. so, uh, so starting this off, um, pay for it, wait for it, or stay away from it, Archero. What do you think? Oh, dude, go. Um, because it's in a lot of you know uh, platforms. You know, I'm pretty sure you guys got one or the other. Go see this thing. Go pay for it. Right. Um, go, go trial this thing. There's a seven day trials. Somewhere within the Disney company, you can trial this thing at. You know what I mean? It's worth it. It really is um, because it kind of brings you back to why we watch the Marvel shows like Hawkeye and Miss right. Marvel, right? And uh, and um, WandaVision before that. And the other stuff that we took in, uh, um, what was it? Uh, Captain America. And, Captain uh, America, yeah. And, 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 and Bucky and Winter Soldier, Soldier, right? Yeah. Yes. Um, Like, we ingested those. Like, they had a different vibe to them right um but uh they were trying to figure out their vibe with those shows this one though honestly takes it back to when marvel was putting out these netflix shows like it's gritty it's dark it's very mature um it's uh um i love how they paced it um honestly i think we need maybe one more episode there to kind of i, I think in, so too right? i 100 agree because yeah. it's five episodes and five, which is so why short. Yeah, which is why you and I were able to blast through it in a single yeah. night. Because when you say five episodes, you're like, "Oh, that sounds like a lot." But a lot of them are like, th- like three of them are like thirty five minutes. Which yeah, thirty five like, minutes, forty two minute ones. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which isn't very long when you really get down to it. And that's the thing. It's I wish there was 
we needed a six episode for like the epilogue, right? We needed the the I forget what the word is. It's like denouement or something like that, where you know you get the the period to kind of absorb these characters and they get to ex- absorb everything that happened. You know yeah. what I mean? Like we that that's the one thing that I think before getting into everything, it's like we needed that one episode for them to kind of bring it all home as a story. Yes. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like it, it feels yeah. like it feels like it ends abruptly where it's like, it, it kind of ends and then, okay, set her up for the next thing where it's like, no, yeah, the development. More um, yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. We'll talk about it a little bit more, but it feels a little bit rushed because that episode is missing. Right. Um, yeah. Because this thing has no fat on it. Like there's no fluff. Episode it doesn't. They, they, they literally legit. cut as much as they could. Yeah. yeah it's one. <laughs> it's wild. Cause like, I see why they made it a show because it'd be too long for a movie. Right. But um, it's legit. The story is just super linear, you know, just throughout all the five episodes. It's just one. It's a movie. Just watch it like a movie. You know what I mean? That's a great point. It is just, yeah. (laughs) Like, no wonder they didn't release it weekly. Right. Because it's not like, it's not a, every episode had its own thing leading towards. Exactly. Exactly. No, it literally just was part one, part two, part three, part four, part five. Right. Like it was just one big thing. And I, I think that's a it's smart of them to recognize that that they had like, oh, this is just a five episode movie. So let's just dump it all at once. Yeah, let's right? just dump it, it all at once. Yeah. And it proves that they're learning because we did talk about how like during the whole strike period and stuff like that, Marvel realized that, oh, we need to actually make them like television. We need to instead of yeah. making a movie and splitting it across six episodes, it's oh, we need to approach these stories like like tv shows so they realized oh we had a five episode story let's just toss it out there at once instead of making us watch one a week because if we did probably wouldn't have liked it as much i know I it would have fallen flat yeah yeah it would have fallen flat like i would still have been into it you know what I mean? but i think the fact that like we had everything right at our disposal to see yes. the story continue was important because because of how they structured it out um at the beginning of every episode um actually the beginning of the first three episodes had this like little mini flashback kind of right. um uh like little origin right of um, of the powers that Echo will eventually have um, at the end of the show, right? Um, and I thought those were super well done. Um, they did, I think, they did fantastic justice to like yes. the native people. They you know uh, wrote into the story, yeah, like the, they did the justice Choctaw to the people. Yeah, yes, they did fantastic justice to the background as well. I think it looked great. Like um, that sport they were playing, that little segment was awesome. You know, yes. yeah, like that was cool. The other one where um where she couldn't be um like uh, what was it, like a horseman because you know she was a woman and she and yeah uh, so and that was cool dude it was awesome yeah so apparently the the powers that she gets in the show are completely original like so for for the MCA, I bet they are because because I don't so, remember those from the comics so yeah so because uh, her thing in the comics if I'm not mistaken is that she basically does what Taskmaster does and is just able to like copy moves. So yes. I think, I think they basically the saw Echo. that. Yeah. Yeah. And they yeah. saw that and they were like, ah, that's boring. So <laughs> they, they invented like a whole thing for her, which was honestly a smart move. Like uh, yeah, it's just, it, it makes her interesting because at the same time, 
now that Daredevil is officially canon and Daredevil pops up in this show in the first episode, which is dope because it's not only the first episode is not only like I, I saw some, some people complaining because it's a lot of Hawkeye recap. It's a lot of recap, right? But at the same time, it's like, no, but we kind of need that context because Hawkeye Absolutely. came out in what, like what, like 2021? Yeah. Yeah. So it's been so it's been like three years since Hawkeye. And not only that, where it's like, yeah, they showed us the same stuff, but it's in a new context, right? Where it's like, oh, yeah. we see it, we see it through her eyes now. And yeah, now it's agreed. like, oh I think it's it, done very well the way they stitched yeah. everything in. Um, because like you mentioned, like I I needed that recap as well. You know what I mean? It, it's yeah. cool to be like, oh, that's right. Ronin was the one that killed these people. And you remember, um, you see the the different point of view of her seeing Ronin kill these guys in this, uh, you know, like in the auto shop and kill her father and stuff like that. Um, I thought that's super necessary. I don't understand why people wouldn't want that in there um, because along with giving us these little flashbacks from the Hawkeye show, we also get new information. Um within those you know um quote-unquote flashback you know look in the past kind of things because um we see her um more like how she's training more how she kind of grew up a little more that's all stitched into the background stuff so yeah, i think that she's being raised super well by, done. by kingpin by kingpin by yeah King. yeah, by, you know, yeah vincent d'onofrio who uh who isn't as goofy as he was in hawkeye which is great like they kind of they fixed his tone you know what yes, I mean? Like they, they made sure that he's like menacing now. And it's yeah, like, oh, sure okay. Legit. Yeah. Yeah. And I think it's funny that you mentioned like that it goes back to the Daredevil vibes and the Netflix show. I think I 100% think that was intentional, right? Because now they're working on Born Again. And officially, the Netflix mm-hmm. shows are part of like the MCU canon now. They're canon so they're, officially, they're, yep. Yeah. So. Uh, I'm guessing that the king, like the stuff that happened, in, and then in Echo too, we 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 get the confirmation that yeah, the kingpin here is the same one we saw there because he you know he killed his dad. Spoilers, you know, mm-hmm. but we knew about that through Daredevil. But she finds that out here, and like as like a big twist, and it's like oh man, that's right, you didn't yep. know. Like it's yep. it's so cool because uh, eventually, like I'm glad they gave her powers too because eventually she's gonna join whatever daredevil team is coming right like you know your little city-wide mm-hmm. defenders you know your luke cages your iron fists your jessica yeah, jones your street and, justice league or your, your and street she, avengers <laughs> yeah she needs her powers right and so it's cool man like um i'm i'm curious because that's the thing it's like the the best part of the show was her family and so yeah it's, her it's, it's great the miss marvel of this thing right yes, it's the miss it's, marvel it's of it all cat. where it's like where it's like, if we see you again, I kind of want to see them again too, right? Yeah, like, I need biscuits like, yeah. back. Legit. Like, <laughs> you know, <laughs> if you bring her back, you got to bring back biscuits as, like, you know, the helper. The, you Dude, know, he, like, who goes he's got to gotta be, shit, you know? right? Because they always have, like, Marvel always has these side characters that, like, always. pop out, right? And then, always. like, some, sometimes they bring him back. Like, um, like Darcy got brought back for, uh, for WandaVision. Randall Park was there too from Ant Man. And, like, and Biscuit's got to be part of this crew now of like the, the side characters. Back. Dude, the when he drove, like when he drove the broken truck past his grandma, dude. Oh, I that was, was great. I was, I was dying. Like, I that was, was great. I, I was like, oh, Biscuits, I need you in like every episode. Yeah, you know? I think because that was the, yeah, yeah that was, I, yeah, that was great. Again, um, it goes back to the casting, right? Like, 
this yes. is Marvel at its best, right? When Marvel yeah. was at its peak, their casting was absolutely impeccable. You could not F with that thing, right? Like you can legit like just be like, hey, who's hero? Like pick a comic book and pick like, like five heroes and they'll grab Oscar winners and like amazing people. Again, just look at the first Avengers, all right? Um, right. Um, so Great this point. is like, yeah. yeah, like this is peak Marvel like stuff here. This is Marvel again getting that engine revving because they realize it's been such a lull, right? It's been such like a drag for the last several years. Like, yeah, they course corrected things during the pandemic, which helped their, you know, their their slate. Um, But then their poor casting choices, right? Their poor CG, um, uh, um, the poor CG everywhere. The poor period. CG, yeah. yeah. Those, the, they they like overwork those artists to the bone. Yeah, right? they're Where very questionable like, yeah. production stuff. Um, yeah, the show the quality of their stuff was not up to par. I mean, just look at Love and Thunder. You know what I mean? Like they they, they actually put that out. They're like, and then they realize, okay, Taika, you know, it was fun. It was fun while it lasted. Yeah, I am, you know? and they're <laughs> they're even talking about like four or five or whatever. And you know, Taika was straight up saying, "I don't, you know, I'm not a part of that." And where it's like, yeah, of course you're not, right? Where yeah, dude, I, no, like, you're we not. Don't, we don't want that. And it's funny that you like the casting too, like Alakwa Cox as uh, Maya. Like, yo. Same thing again. She was already a standout in Hawkeye, but like it was clear that she was like, no wonder they gave her her own show, right? Where it's yeah, like when absolutely. you see this, you're like, oh, that makes so much sense. And what's fantastic too, um, that's a, I'm glad you mentioned that, Tex. It's a fantastic as well that, that they surrounded her with, um, with these great supporting characters with good dialogue as well with good interaction with other people and with her because maya you know is all asl you know she doesn't you know she's a deaf mute right i believe and does sign language so like since she was a little girl so like even i I, um her little girl version is her her cousin in real life right like maya's uh the actress's cousin in real life i think yeah because of her because they look they look exactly yeah. the same, right? And yeah. <laughs> but um, but yeah, like it's it's so awesome that she was able to just anchor this thing, you know, without a single word of dialogue. It just shows you how strong this character is and how good, um, how well she knew the character itself. That she was able to just own this thing. And like I said, they surrounded her with Vincent D'Onofrio and this awesome cast around her that was able to elevate. Um, like all the scenes that she was in, um, without having to speak a single word, right? It's fantastic. Dude, and, it's great. Man. Yeah, and and her community feels like a community because they yes. gave time to like flesh out just random characters making one-off jokes. You know what I mean? Like, uh, there was another woman in there who who's just there to like throw a little comment at, or just oh to be yeah, there. the one with like, the. Yeah, when Chula gave her her uh, the the tent area, right? The tent. <laughs> yes, yes. So it's like they they have people like that just in yeah. there, just like having these one or two lines to help it feel like a full little thing, right? Where and it's it like does it really does though? It helps. Yeah, it's you know, and then you have uh, Kadavery Jacobs as as Bonnie as like her her childhood friend who's in there. She doesn't get a lot to do, but. Uh, Go check out uh, Reservation Dogs, which is like uh, she was like she was in that as like one oh, of the leads. Dope, and, dope. Okay, and that, cool. Great three season little series. You'll you'll recognize a lot of faces in Echo that you saw in there, and it's awesome. cool that it, it's one of those things where it's like it's cool that Indigenous people are getting these shots at like yeah. big projects. And the thing too with like it goes back to the casting where it's like yeah you know 
representation and all that, of course, you know, that's first and foremost, but it's not the only thing, right? Yeah, Where it's like it, it you can say all that stuff, but like it they also have to be good. <laughs> yes, exactly. It's proper yeah. representation, right? It's yeah, it's yeah. Things like for instance, like you have them like living their normal lives, like just living yes. life, you know. It's like, hey, we don't dress like in the powwows, you know, like in the last scene, in the last episode where it was just this huge powwow, right? Where they, yeah. they all dress in, you know, and their cultural, like um, a native garb and all that. And they did their whole native dancing and all that stuff. And then there was other lives. They ran a freaking skate disco. You know what I mean? They yeah. were normal people. And I just love that, that it wasn't just hitting the tropes and the stereotypes. You know what I mean? Yeah, which also had a great fight in the disco too. Like, oh, uh, yeah. see, and this is where it gets reminiscent of Daredevil because it's like when you think Daredevil, you you think you don't you don't think of the rough periods in between. You think of the fights, right? And it's like, yo, the show the show has some good ones. Like, uh, you got a Dragula needle drop in there. Like, you got like, yeah, a, that was completely unexpected. <laughs> yeah, you, you got the fight where Maya fights Daredevil, and and like that was just one of those things where it's like, it's cool that they just tossed it in because of course he's keeping an eye on Kingpin stuff. Right. It's like, yeah. Oh, you know? And then he, like, she kicks his ass, which is kind of like, yeah, but then it's she, cool. he kicks her ass too, which is like, Oh, okay. Like, but, but it's not to the point where, you know, it's like overshadowing anything. That's just, this is the stuff we talk about all the time where it's like, why don't they have more of that stuff? You know, you, you do these model projects, you have so many actors and actresses who are down to just be their characters again. Just yeah. drop, do what they're doing with Daredevil, right? Just like drop them there. They, he he got dropped in She-Hulk. He was there in No Way Home for a second. It's like just yeah, yeah. Do do what they do in comics, right? Where it's like you have just a character existing because it's New York, right? It's like yeah, of course. Um, I don't know. Whenever they get the X Men in there, it's like oh, of course the Cyclops is just walking around the street or whatever. He's you <laughs> know, of course he's just who, hanging who, out playing basketball you, in the park just like the cards yeah you know what i mean right where it's like yeah. a, like what like and that's what the daredevil moment felt like like it felt like oh he's just also there in this universe which is cool like it it wasn't about him but he was in there and and, and he you was know, in there for just like he's only in the first episode right yeah he, he doesn't pop up again he's there just for a quick fight and then he's out you know but that's exactly yeah. what tess was talking about like that's perfect use of a character right it's yes, like oh you throw 100%. him in a quick fight you know, and then he's he's out of there. You know, that's what that's what Marvel yeah. should be doing more of. You know, it gives yeah, us it gives us a taste of like this is you know. So wrapping up my comments on this, it's like it feels it feels like what the shows are supposed to be doing. It's it. This is a small little side story that's just like a and they called it like Marvel Spotlight or something like that Spotlight, too, right? Correct. Yeah, um, like and, with um, what's it called with uh, Werewolf at Night, right? Yes, yeah, or that was like a. a special presentation or something like that but that's exactly the idea yeah. where it's like this is just a one-off little story about her in this grander narrative right and so now it gets me excited again but like yeah all we have this year in terms of like actual marvel marvel movies is like deadpool 4 and that's kind of a bummer but or three you, know, you mean right three? Oh yeah there we go I already like, did four. i miss one uh, yeah yeah like, my bad, future but, yeah they get another one. <laughs> All I have is Deadpool three, and it's like, oh, but at least you know, like, hey, I'm I'm curious to see where this goes. Like, I'm I'm in. Like, they got me yeah. back. I can't lie. Yeah. yeah. Um. The only thing I would like them to kind of 
fix up and clarify a little would probably be her powers. Um, yeah, and I think that's why that's we needed only, that sixth episode, right? That's my yeah. only gripe with that because it looked a little goofy. Um, and it wasn't like a little goofy power, like the whole healing thing. Like, yeah, I like that's what it was. Is it healing? Yeah. Is it a healing? Is healing it passing on to her family? To, yeah, yeah, it was a dude, like. A lot of shit just happened, right? In those, like, you know, several minutes where you're like, what kind of powers does she have? Um, because they're not really um, explicitly, you know, stated what exactly she can do besides the healing. The healing thing is the only one you really know that um, sh- she can actually do because of flashbacks with her mother and stuff like that. And then you see her kind of have a little, like, super strength when she has to pull that train link off her yeah. leg and then you know? and then she passes it to her Bonnie and her grandmother which, which is like, like it's like oh can you just pass it on to the women in your family i thought it was just you or it was like i thought it was cuz she was a descendant of that first one we see right where it's like but that's the thing it's like is it is it a but i 100 uh, percent agree thing, right? and yeah and this is what a sixth episode would have helped us with right like, a yeah, sixth agreed. episode would have would have spelled it out for us and held our hand like i know sometimes we're like oh you don't need to do that but here we it, we could have used it a little bit we could have used somebody yeah. sitting down with her and going oh this must be because of this this is you know just like but like it was that's why i i said earlier that i felt kind of rushed because it was nobody really to guide her there like she, besides her mom you know it, that she had that yeah kind of, a vision uh, a vision through vision, the power right you know yeah. and she found her suit and stuff like that like it was nobody really to kind of like chula her grandma wasn't guiding her in any kind of way you know right um, they had a really um a, a really cool dynamic because it was not getting along and then kind of getting along but then finally f- figuring thing out, uh, uh, things out so they had yeah, a good development it there because it wasn't yeah. like a complete turnaround either it was like no this yeah. is the first step to like getting our relationship back on track yeah right? Where yeah, it's like, yeah exactly it was exactly. it was good because they they legitimately had a falling out like it's like no like they both like she the chula realized she was in the wrong but also like you know maya could handle like it's one of those things where it's like it's yeah, very complicated yeah. right where yeah but we but they did a that's good job unfortunate them, th- yeah. that is and that is uh final comment on it that is the unfortunate thing about not getting that sixth episode where it's like yeah. you don't you don't get a lot of her with the family afterwards it's kind of like she kind of looks at them and then that's that's you know that's the end of the that's the end of the series, right? Where it's yeah, like, oh, yeah. You know, I kind of wanted a little bit more of an interaction there, honestly, because yeah, it's like, oh, shit, like, you're still here, you know? Like I thought you left, for, you know? Yeah, or or a confirmation that's what she was doing, right? Like yes. a confirmation that she was staying there, or like, oh, I just you know, we needed just some a kind of bit. finality, right? Yeah, like a yeah, real life finale, like a finale to it, yeah. Yeah, because in the post credits, yet Kingpin, you know, wanting to run for mayor. So here we go, right? Where it's like, here hey, here we go, folks. Th- I mean, that sets up Daredevil, like Daredevil, born again or whatever. He's gonna have to fight Kingpin, who is the mayor. And I'm, I'm excited for Mayor Fisk. Like, um, yeah, I, me too. I'm, I'm ready. I, I think I, I will just, I will just say I'm ready. Uh, yeah, yeah, it was a good show. Agreed. Me too. It looks like fun. And folks, go check out Echo. You can catch it on Disney Plus and you can catch it on Hulu. And next up, in our second of our double feature, we have Jason Statham is the beekeeper. Um, the beekeeper text. Um yeah. just real quick. Uh pay for it, stay away from it, wait for it. Like, what's your uh, what's your take over here, real quick? 
I, I think it's wait for it. Like it's literally like it it watches like if you saw this on the couch on Sunday afternoon, you know, it's like nothing's going on Sunday night, maybe, or like Sunday, you know, it it's definitely a Sunday couch watch where it's like, yeah, yeah like I, you know, you, you can maybe do some other stuff or like pass out in the middle, then you wake up because you hear some gunshots or something. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, one hundred percent agree with you, Tex. Um, it is a wait for it. Um, just to get it off, to get out of the way. Um, if you are, you know, a fan of Jason Statham and stuff, you will probably go see this. Um, the action is actually worth it. Like if you're going to go pay for it, it's fine because of the action. Um, but I would still say, you know, don't pay for it. Like just wait for it to come out on streaming. Um, that way you don't waste your time because there is like the runtime isn't long, but the story is, but Not if that if, great, so yeah, it feels like it, right? Like there, yeah, there are right, folks, there are lows, uh, there are big lows. Spoiler yeah. attack, spoiler right yeah. down there. Yeah, big um, big spoiler alert so, for the right, beekeeper. So, uh, we're just yeah, we're just going thing, all in. This thing starts like immediately. Like this story that they didn't want to wait to develop anything here. They were like, let's just jump into it. Um, the story, the basic premise is pretty much there's this um this guy who owns these like uh data mining companies using this like crazy CIA software to, you know, to, to search for um people who have money, like vulnerable people who have money and stuff like that, blah, 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 blah. Right. So off the bat, um, you lose me with that concept because like we're in 2024 and then the way it just, well, no, the Dude. the thing I think the thing the core thing to remember is that they specifically target old people, and yes. I think this is why the the movie has a specific kind of it, it nostalgic. Yeah. Yes, it has a nostalgic demo where it's like, no, like this is straight up for those dude, old folks. They were yeah, there is, fucking cheering and clapping in the theater, man. They were loving yeah, it, dude. You know, because you have a, they have a hero again, right? Yeah. It's like this is the like. This is 100 like I think that's why I I like it in terms of that where it's like this feels like if you would have put Stallone in the role this is definitely that yes. kind of vibe right this is a Schwarzenegger yes. kind of movie this is like a I'm going to defend the old people from scammers you know what I mean <laughs> she's, and that's, she's the only person who took care of me you know that's literally what it is Jason Statham's literally like uh, so while this beginning, right? Like you were setting up uh Felicia yeah. Rashad, she plays the older woman who like who rents That's out a, a great a, cast. It's like a, thank you for you know, you know, taking the time yeah. to be in this movie. Kudos, you don't have to do this kudos, at all. One hundred percent. Like she was there for a day, right? <laughs> they caught all the scenes in a day and then got her out of there and gave her her check, right? But uh so one hundred percent. Like Jason Statham's just like a guy who like renting out a place he can keep his bees. Like he's literally a beekeeper. He's a landscaper and, too. Know, He's tending the lands and stuff like that for her and all yeah, that stuff she, as well. Yeah, she loses. She gets scammed of like all her money. Like she gets scammed of like she's connected to a charity. She gets scammed of all of it, one hundred percent. And you know because of that, he's like, "Well, I'm gonna burn it all into the ground." And so and that, this and starts that's it. like, and we get the ball rolling. <laughs> that's literally the story that you know. And yes, there are some things where like the woman's daughter is like an FBI agent. Uh, she was in the Umbrella Academy which is a great little adaptation, by the way. So uh, cool. I, I'm excited for that final season. Just a little side tangent if you want to see more of her. And the only thing, though, is that those scenes kind of like 
that's where the lulls were for me where it's like yeah okay we don't need the fbi scenes we don't need all the, like the 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 david ayer of it all where it's like okay everyone has a snippy comment for everybody else and yada yada yeah. yada those scenes i was like where where is the like it was the poochie where i was like oh, when when the beekeeper's not on screen i kept going where is the beekeeper where's I the beekeeper just- <laughs> come on exactly <laughs> yeah. i want to see him tend to his bees folks um but you're yeah. right like um <laughs> um like it's like I said earlier, the story was it's not good, man. And this is it's what, it's not great. That's not why very, you watch it, it, right? It's very simplistic, it's very low-hanging yeah. fruit kind of story, very like AI generated kind of what's gonna happen next kind of stuff, yeah. right? Which is the thing, right? It's it's complicated because it's not like you know, it's not like that's why it's bad either, right? I'm like it, no. it's tough because this the story isn't great. But also that just that's not a problem. There's <laughs> it, it's, it's not a big problem because you understand the action and he yeah you understand the mission, right? He has one mission yes. to kick some ass, there you, you know, take there down you the go. people, and that's it. Whatever's happening aside, who cares? Like he's kicking ass, no one can stop him, he's not gonna what? stop. And that's there it. we go. It's it's very it. it's very cobra, right? Yes. It's very oh, yeah. this, you're you're watching this movie so he can go just beat up and kill dudes, right? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like like everything that comes with it, you're like, get it out of the way. I just want to yes. see the beekeeper again. Thank you know, you. Thank you. Like, that is one hundred percent it. Our as, yeah. as, <laughs> as critics ourselves, right? Like we tend to kind of see a movie and and, and want to break it down. When you try and break down the story, is when you find like all these amazing faults, and you're like, I can't watch this right now. But then you're yeah. like, Oh, beekeeper, beekeeper, beekeeper. Yeah. You know, he's kicking ass again. You know, what, and he's kicking is, a lot of ass in many different ways too, which is great. So yeah, that is the perfect way to sum it up because yeah. I think that's why, like, it's it's not a long movie, but it feels long. There are periods where it's like, Oh, I really. You know, because they're trying to flesh out the lore of the beekeepers. They're trying to flesh it out as like a government agency. But every time they do, it gets complicated and muddy because it's like they're not quite clear on it because no one in the the FBI knows it except like the person who's like the director, which is Minnie Driver. Just another one just of those like, things. Okay. Okay, they go to a Thank you for coming yeah, yeah, exactly. Like, they, one of those things where it's like she was there for a day, and, and then even her, and it. then even her, she's like, "Well, you know, I can't help you. Sorry, goodbye." Yeah. Like that's it. Like legit, she's yeah. she was in like two different locations. That's it. Like that party, right? That that party, and then her office, and then that's it. yeah. She was and all she did day. was just be on the phone and yeah. just be like, "We're taking." It was either we're taking care of it, or you're on your own. Easy money, and, baby. Easy money. Easy money. Yes, it's, I it's, love it. <laughs> and that's the thing where it's like they try to do these things where it's like oh there are so many different organizations and so many things and i did like that while while watching it because it's like oh it's you know it's trying to be complicated like a complicated world but then it then it kind of ruins itself by like you the more you find out about the beekeepers right where it's like oh there's only a beekeeper replacing like one operating at a time, but then they're they're called the beekeepers. There's a higher organization. Right? You know what it is so because like, like they didn't want to get too John Wicky with it, right? With all these assassins yeah. coming after him and shit, right? So which, I guess they kept it to just one, which also didn't make 
like it didn't make a hundred percent sense when you start to think about it that way, right? Because his yeah. replacement beekeeper, right? You see him, and his replacement are two totally different types of killers. This crazy, right? like, crazy, out of her mind, like woman with a pickup truck that has a minigun strapped to it. Yeah, and she's completely you, like insane. Yeah, you figure the way they set up Statham as like a ghost in the system, and like he he doesn't really do things unless he's provoked or whatever, and you see him and you think the next one's going to be like that, but no, like, and it's not. And then once he kills the replacement, that's it. Like there's, there's no other, like the, the line is, Oh, they decide to stay neutral where it's like, Oh, what? <laughs> I'm like, why didn't they do that in the beginning? You know? Um, yeah. And, but yeah, it's and, like, and it, you know, Oh, sorry. It's just okay. Stephen also might be like, uh, like, an insane person when you really think about like the story because like he oh comes, he's talks like, about like uh, it's bother the hive and you have to save oh, the uh, hive yeah like, I, I we got to save the hive we got to you know correct everything in the hive we got to go kill the yeah. queen blah, blah, blah. so I'm like bro you so got his mission his mission is literally to kill the president yeah <laughs> yeah like, which so happens to be uh, uh the mother of uh of, of the kid responsible. For all the yeah. fucking, you know, scamming and hacking and shit, dude. Yeah, it's, which is just oh so, Oh, my God, like, man. It's, that's what I'm saying. It's then on top like, of that, like, on top of that, like, I expected the president to be corrupt, too, because but he shows she, yeah. a side to her yes. where she's not nice, but she's like, oh, if your father was alive, I'd kill him again. And I'm like, oh, that's not nice, you know? Yeah, and, 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 and the way and they then, set her yeah, up to like, be a little... Yeah, and, and then she's completely innocent of all this stuff. She's like, oh, my God, I thought these campaign funds were, like, clean and blah, blah, blah. Yo, like, I'm like, you guys didn't figure it out. Like, you guys definitely just want to state them just to wreck throughout the entire script, which is great. It's cool, you know, yeah. but, like, you got to have some kind of, you know, a simple, simple story to follow, you know? Um, it, it, the, yeah. that's, that's the David Ayer problem. Where yeah, it's David like, Ayer's ever been simple. Yeah, and you know, it sucks because, you know, David Ayer forever gets a pass because he wrote Training Day, right? And it's like, it's one of those things where it's like, yeah, you, you, know, you I, 100% agree, Arturo, where it's like, okay. yeah, you gave us Training Day and you gave us like End of Watch, you gave us Fury. Like, Eddie, yeah. what have you done for me lately, Eddie? Yes. Right? <laughs> and at the same time, it's like, yeah, you gave, you also gave us Suicide Squad and you gave us like, you, you, you gave us Bright, right? It's like, oh, you've done things and it's like, no. You, you had a lot of stinkers. So here it's tough because, you know, besides all that, the Statham action, like you said, Arturo, is just like, yo, it's top notch. The dude yeah, doesn't use absolutely. a gun until he gets to the White House and starts like yeah. his White House mission because no, there was no yeah. choice. Right. Like through 75 percent of the movie. Yeah. Yeah, seventy five percent of the movie, he's actively killing dudes in like without guns and just without <laughs> guns in different ways and like just like yeah. and violently too. Like he's just oh, taking dude, dudes out brutally. Like, like he brutally. he kills one dude by like strapping him to his pickup truck and driving it off a bridge, which is yeah, just kind of awesome. like yo, dude. That's where it's like yo, that's a little sadistic. You know? uh, dude, <laughs> hey, the senior citizens though at the beat of where I saw it. Love they were loving it. it, right? Dude, yeah, I saw this movie, full disclosure. I saw it in like an early morning, like 9.30 a.m. screening, right? Yeah. Senior citizen galore, dude. Like that discount dude. was rocking hard that day, bro. They yo, were loving every day, especially it. that guy, because he was the freaking asshole that first Who, came on screen yes. and says, you know, take, you know, uh, Felicia Rashad's money, you know? 
Yes. So when he got strapped up and that happened, yo, it went crazy. I loved it. Yeah. They kept me engaged in the movie. I'm like, okay, cool. You know, I'm glad I'm I'm with the audience this movie's for, you know? That's Um, 100 percent the thing. It's like that it knows its demo and it 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 provides for them. Because like when I saw it, it was just me and two other middle-aged dudes. We were all just like there, just chilling because and yeah, kick bro. Yeah, I had that same reaction where I was like, okay, this movie knows who it's for. Like, it's for yeah. us. Like, it's for the middle-aged dudes. It's for old dudes. It's for, you know, it's for it's for the dads who, like, if, if it's on TV, you know, they're doing something else. They come in. They're like, oh, what's this? It's the stand and dad watch. You know, it's like you're going to stand there. You're going to watch it. This one, and then you're like, this is your arms crossed. Yeah. Yes. You're just there until <laughs> yeah. commercial stops. Be like, yeah, yeah. I'll be back. <laughs> yeah, that is 100% it. You're like, you know, you're coming in from doing whatever else you're doing. You you, you watch Jason Statham, like, kicking a few asses for a few minutes. Commercial comes on. You're like, all right, I'll be back, you know. And... <laughs> It's like, I'll be that back, is, I gotta put the other load of laundry in, right? Yes, that is 100% <laughs> it. It is 100% the, the standing dad watch. Like, it is... Yeah. You know what, though? And this is why exactly it's a wait for it, because you'll enjoy it more in your home than you yes. will in the theater, because because the story is not really one to follow. You know what it's I mean? Not. Like, you can yeah. hop right in and, and figure out, oh, they figured out who he is. Oh, oh, they figured out where he's going next. Oh, it's the president. Okay. You know what I mean? Like, it's... Yeah, it, it, yeah, it's, it's, it's very, literally it, a who cares, right? It's yeah. literally uh, who cares, Jason. It's you'll be wondering where the beekeeper is the whole time, yeah, right? Exactly. And, but and, uh, and when he's on screen, it's like it's electric. And Jason Statham, you know, it's so funny when he puts on his suit and you hear uh, the little theme, and it's like, dude, oh, that's I, your superhero moment, right? Where it's I like, popped <laughs> there. I'm like, yes, that's what I wanted. <laughs> Kicking ass in a suit. Kicking yeah, ass and, in a suit. That's what he's there for. Transporter. Yeah, and that's where he starts using guns. That's what's like the full White House fight, which is dope. He's like, yeah, transport. Yeah, he he. They keep count of his bodies like throughout the movie too. They're like, how many people has he killed so far? Seven and counting or whatever. And it's like, yeah, yeah, it's that kind of movie, man. Yeah, absolutely. Um, that being said, folks, it like again, it wasn't terrible. It wasn't terrible. The story's not, not great, but the action was so freaking good that like. Yeah. I went through it. I'm like, okay, cool, man. Uh, that, I'm down for beekeeper too. <laughs> yeah. That mirror fight they had in that hallway where he's fighting that dude oh, with the accent. Dude, and it's like, dude, you know, the knife. Awesome. And like, yeah. Just a great awesome. hand to hand fight. Awesome. Yeah, awesome, right. awesome. 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 That's 100%. the kind of fight I expected from the first beekeeper lady. Right. And we didn't get yeah, that. The, yeah. She, her thing yeah, was crazy just one. loud and yeah, yeah. Loud and yeah. But I'm glad she got wiped out yeah. immediately. But yeah, and that's the folks, thing too, right? Um, it's like Beekeeper had no trouble. That's I know. Why it was great, yeah. right? <laughs> I know. The action was really good. So, like, if you do, yeah. if you do want to watch this in theaters because the action and Jason Statham, you know, just go on a matinee where you're not spelling too much, all right? Yeah, folks? don't don't spend um, a good chunk. Yeah, exactly. But before we get out of here, folks, um, uh, we like to recommend a little something for you guys to watch. We watch a lot of stuff throughout the days. And uh, we like to, you know, just head out with something. For me, personally, um, uh, because um, I'm in a Jason Statham mood, go watch Snatch. Um, Guy Ritchie's uh, movie, um, phenomenal, phenomenal movie, where um, he first blew up Jason Statham. Besides Lock, Stock, and Two Smoking Barrels, Snatch was the one. Go watch Snatch. Great cast. Great story. Um, Still to this day, hold... Holds still, um, holds true and like stands the test of time. Snatch, go watch that one, folks. How about you, Tex? 
Yeah, I would say you put me onto this, so I'm gonna toss it in here as yes. like a, a thing so we don't forget it. Uh, Dark Harvest, which oh, was yes. I think you need an MGM plus subscription to like Amazon Prime to see it or to like yeah, rent it or whatever. But yeah, I had to go above and beyond for that one. Yeah, yeah it's unfortunate the lengths you have to go through it, but it's not a bad movie. Like it's if you want like a good creepy town movie with a good gimmick, and then you have a practical creepy monster guy who's just just a little guy doing stuff, you know, it's like <laughs> yeah. it's <laughs> where it's like yeah. you want a monster that's just a little guy doing stuff and like lots of blood and kid death you know i love me some kid deaths. i would recommend it yeah there are kid deaths in yeah. it. it's it's not bad it's not bad yeah, folks go uh to the course feed ig where i reviewed dark harvest um i i enjoyed the movie thoroughly as well it was fun it was a really fun watch and unexpectedly kind of fun honestly i didn't expect much from it um but that being said folks this was episode 175 of the Morg, an official Court Street podcast. And I am Arturo Padilla, the guy behind the face. And with me always is Mr. Nick Valdez. A big shout out goes to Del Virus for this awesome artwork you see in front of you. And a big shout out goes to you guys out there for listening. We have 174 of these things anywhere you get your podcast. Apple, Spotify, um, iHeartRadio, any desktop streaming um, uh, platforms you got. Go check us out there. Check out this show when it drops on Tuesdays at 420. All right. Um, go check us out as well. And this show drops on, on our YouTube page at 6 p.m. Like, subscribe, and share that with everyone you know. Comment on it. Um, there's the archives for all our past episodes on YouTube as well. Go share that with all your buddies out there. And remember, folks, it's a scary world out there, but we are here to walk you through it.